0: Welcome back to Gaming Raid. We had another third party game get announced on the Nintendo Switch and Microsoft seems to not consider Nintendo and Sony to be competition anymore. While Platinum Games would like to still finish Scalebound, stay tuned for more on that. As always, if you guys like this podcast, make sure you follow me on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.fm, so you can stay up to date with all the latest gaming news. You can also find me on Twitter at Media and Mixer at GamingNord. Here's some quick news of the week. Deep Silver took to Twitter on Tuesday to announce that Saints Row 4 reelected will be coming to the Nintendo Switch on March 27th for $39.99 US. The new release, which will launch in both physical and digital formats, will include 25 pieces of DLC as well as the main game. Included among that huge pile of DLCs are the two major story expansions, Enter the Dominatrix and How the Saints Saved Christmas as well as content packs such as the Dubstep Gun Remix pack and the Commander-in-Chief pack, which add new weapons and outfits to the game, as well as the main campaign, which sees your Saint take on the role as President of the United States and gain superhuman powers while also fending off an alien invasion. Other key elements make their way to the Switch port, including an improved version of the drop-in, drop-out co-op system that the series is so well, known for. Again, the port will be available on March 27th for $39.99 US. You can actually go ahead and pre order the game right now on your Nintendo eShop. So, we kind of already know what ports to expect on the Xbox Series X, right? But there was that one port that seemed to have an expandable storage, and we were unsure if that was the case. Well, a Reddit user might have debugged that port. On the back of the Series X, it looks like to have a Type B CFE Express port, which would be amazing if Microsoft goes back to the expandable storage, which we haven't had since the 360. If you're not familiar with what a Type B CFE Express port is, well, it's typically used in photography. I do think that the Reddit user may be right. But keep in mind that the CFE Express cards are not cheap. With right now, a 512 gig card currently is being sold for about $600. At that price, Microsoft is betting that the technology will drop significantly in price over the lifespan of the console. Or they have found a way to utilize the style of port with different storage. Who knows? But what this all means is that the Xbox Series X will may offer flexibility in your storage options. Keep in mind, the console is still in development and Microsoft could make changes that remove this port. But for right now, it looks like the company is moving ahead with this type of functionality. Now that we got the quick news out of the way, let's jump into the headliners of the week. So you just purchased your limited edition Animal Crossing Switch for $300 US, right? And you have to travel and you just don't want to lug that beautiful system around. So you want to play on your Switch Lite, but you can't transfer your data. Well, this is what Nintendo had to say about that post on Nintendo's Australian website saying the following. Please note only one island can exist per Nintendo Switch console, irrespective of the number of users registered to or copies of the game used on one console. One Nintendo Switch and one copy of the game is required for each unique island. So this is interesting, but not too far-fetched. Because if you remember back on the GameCube days, when you would play Animal Crossing, the game would come with its memory card, and the game would be tied to that memory card. And the same thing for the DS, there was an internal storage on the cartridge. But because the Nintendo Switch has internal storage, the game would actually... Be locked to that console. This is terrible for those families who have multiple accounts on the Switch, as you won't be able to have an island per account, only per console. So, if everyone wants to have an island in the house, you better start buying some Switch lights. However, there may be a workaround. If you store your saves on an external drive like a micro SD card, the only downfall would be that you would have to remove the SD card every time you want to switch to another island. So that could be a workaround. If you want to play your island on multiple consoles, Nintendo has yet to confirm this. So maybe this is something you would be able to do, and they just don't want to share that and just let the users find out on their own. we'll, we'll have to find out when it, when the time comes. But definitely when I get the game, I will test that out. It, it's a downfall. It truly is because you got you to gotta take out that little, little card at the bottom of your console or it's a lot of work. But hey, if you don't want to lose your save data, this might be the only way around it. And Blizzard. Oh, my goodness. Blizzard has had a rough year this past year, and it seems like it's continuing into 2020 with their new release Warcraft 3 Reforged. Warcraft 3 Reforged was released on January 28, and since launch, the fans have not been too happy with the remake immediately after the game's launch. Players discover that Reforged just doesn't look as good as it was promised back in 2018. While the graphics are upgraded, cutscenes don't feature the cinematic camera work that was previously advised. Players are also complaining about the connectivity issues, lack of competitive ladder, and wording in the end-user license agreement that grants Blizzard the rights to any custom games created by the players to use for their own personal gain. Fans immediately got fed up with the issues and started to demand refunds, and it seems like Blizzard doesn't care about keeping those fans as they have set up an automated refund center. By going to the contact support page, players can submit a request for a refund and be granted the refund immediately. No questions asked. So if you are one of those players who didn't like the remaster, I would jump on that bandwagon and get your refund back. We also kind of have a funny story about the head of gaming for Microsoft, Phil Spencer, saying that Nintendo and Sony aren't a competition to Xbox and that their real competition is Google and Amazon. Here's what he had to say, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in the cloud over the years. I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. The Azure that Spencer is referring to is Microsoft's cloud computing service. In the larger technology landscape, thousands of companies use Azure as part of their infrastructure and for their cloud products. However, in the gaming space, Azure is actually the backbone for the Xbox. Project xCloud feature so in retrospect I guess the console wars are kind of over you know maybe at the end of the day I understand where Phil is coming from but with this past generation bombing and Xbox game pass booming you can already see where the focus lies ultimately yes this is the future of gaming folks if anybody can do it I know Microsoft can in our last bit of news Platinum Games says it would love to finish making its canceled action RPG Scalebound one day, but would need Microsoft's permission to do so. Producer Atsushi Inaba spoke to Eurogamer recently about this and was asked if being able to self-publish could mean Scalebound would one day be finished. Here's what he had to say. Again, it's a good question, but this was an intellectual property that belongs 100% to Microsoft. Whatever happens with this project, we can't do anything with it unless Microsoft leaves us. But it's a game that we fall in love with and love if the opportunity arises. It's something we would love to return to. Now, I do know personally I would love to see a Scalebound get finished. When they when they showed it off initially at E3 in 2013, it looked absolutely amazing. I mean, it it was sad to hear that it was canceled back in 2017 because the game looked promising. It had that Devil May Cry feel to it. I felt more like it was like a Devil May Cry with a Monster Hunter feel. It was it looked good. And I think with the success of the wonderful 101 on Kickstarter, who knows, man? Microsoft might just sell this IP to Platinum Games and let them do whatever they want. Platinum Games goes back on Kickstarter, get another $1.5 million to produce the game. And hell, we might just get it straight on the Nintendo Switch. And I would be perfectly fine with that if it was just a Nintendo exclusive. That would actually be beneficial to Nintendo too, taking an old Microsoft first party game and bring it over to Nintendo and making it exclusive deal to them. This this could work honestly. The future of Platinum Games seems actually really good. Since the cancellation of Scalebound in 2017, the studio has since gone on and strengthened themselves. It released huge hits, Near Automata and Astral Chain, and then of course bringing Vanquish and Bayonetta double pack to modern consoles. And of course, like I mentioned before, has now launched a successful Kickstarter for 101 wonderful 101 remaster. Of this recording, it has over 1.4 million dollars and that's in their first week. So, who knows, we could even get 2 million by the end of the month. On top of that, Platinum is also developing a Bayonetta 3 and Babylon's Fall, which looks pretty promising. Though, with that game, we still don't have an official release date. Either way, I'm excited to see what Platinum has in store in the years to come. That will do it for here on the Gaming Raid Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening, as I much appreciate it. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at GamingNordMedia so you can stay up to date with all the latest gaming news throughout the week. And most importantly, follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It would help us out if you did. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. Have a great weekend.